everybody. So I have some big news to share. We are announcing the creation of the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. And we are doing this work in large part because of the activism, the organizing, the marching, the voting of all of you leaders, be it students, parents, teachers, community leaders, who understand that living free from gun violence should be a right. So we're gonna work on this together. We're gonna continue to fight for reasonable gun safety laws and for the ability of all people to live their best lives free from fear, free from violence. Thank you for all that you have done and continue to do. All right, let's get into it. It's been a week. I'd like to say that uh, it was a vacation week, but I've been rather busy. And uh, I guess we're we're back in the saddle again. I'm back in the saddle again. I've really been busy, to be honest with you. Uh, not in a good way. <clears throat> busy in a uh, frustrating and bad way. <laughs> Lots been going on. Uh, but, you know, hey, show continues. Here we go. President Joe Biden announced on Friday that the establishment uh, of the establishment of the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention to help reduce the nation's epidemic of gun violence. Speaking from the Rose Garden, the president said that he took this action to send a clear message about how important the issue is to me and to the country. Well, let me just say, Joe, that if it was so important to you and the Democrats, why don't you shut the southern border? A lot of guns pouring across the southern border right now. Why don't you shut the southern border? If it was so darn important to you to stop gun violence, why don't you start there? You know, and then we can control what guns are coming in and out of the country. Uh, that seems to be a kind of a common sense thing to me. That's what I would do. I wouldn't want guns pouring in illegally across my borders. You know, we sell what we sell in here and everything that comes through here is legal. And uh, that's where I'd start. Uh, beyond that, the Second Amendment pretty much protects every other right. There's nothing else you can do or say because of the Second Amendment. We have the right to own firearms. Is there going to be uh, gun violence in a country the size of ours? It's always going to be here. Doesn't matter whether you do every background check in the world. Doesn't matter if every gun is registered. Doesn't matter. It's going to happen. Why? Because criminals and bad people are going to do what they're going to do. You cannot control that. The only way to stop gun violence is basically to say that you're going to wipe out cr uh, criminals. It's never going to happen again. And then there'll be no more gun violence. You have... Uh, mentally disturbed people, which the Democratic Party is happily creating quite a bit of that these days with all of their messaging and how they're attacking children and confusing them. So you have mentally disturbed people that are more than happy to go out there and cause total chaos because they believe that they're under attack in some way or form uh, from the other side. We also have, because of the border issue, criminals pouring in by the thousands from across the from the border that are going to do what criminals do and since getting guns is easy since you're getting them because they're coming across the border illegally probably a lot of times with the very people that are creating the crimes it's not a problem and so again the border your messaging everything about it you guys are creating this chaos and it's for a very specific reason um no matter what joe biden and his buddies up there want to do 
The Second Amendment has held true to this day. It will continue to hold. Um, the Supreme Court, so far, has been on the side of the Constitution the entire time. This is not my side or your side or their side or his side or her side. It's the Constitution side. Yeah, if you believe in the United States, you believe in the Constitution. You believe in the Bill of Rights. The Constitution, it's very crystal clear. It's our only absolute right. There's not very many that we have there, but that one is absolute. You cannot. I know Joe Biden likes to lie and try to make you believe that it's not. But the Second Amendment, there is no cut, there is no wiggle room. They, the founders, were smart enough to put that in there, knowing what can happen and has happened in the future and what has happened in the past. And they wanted a way for the citizens of the United States to protect themselves against a out of control government. That if they have the amount of people that we have to fight back, I don't care if you have XF-16s, I don't care if you have tanks, I don't give a damn what you have. I don't care what military might you think you have. Numbers are where it's at. You could have a million soldiers around the United States. And if you got 300 million people with guns, I don't care that you got a million soldiers. I don't care if you got the best of the best of the best technology. You will be uh, overtaken by just sheer volume. They know this. The Democratic Party knows this. Our founders were smart enough to know that. That their government, which they always intended to be small, would never have the might enough to take over the entire United States, especially back then when we were much more unified than we are today. Uh, but no matter what he creates, the Constitution will hold strong, especially with the makeup of the uh, Supreme Court right now. It's more what they would say conservative leaning. It's you have people that are more constitutionalists on there that it should hold true. <clears throat> Not to mention, he makes this big announcement, and you know we're we're in election season. Believe me, we're rolling here. Uh, he makes his big announcement that he's creating this, but yet he's a little vague on the details. And by vague on the details, he made the announcement that included uh, new policy initiatives. <clears throat> Biden said the office will centralize, accelerate, and intensify the administration's efforts to deal with gun violence. However, that's not really giving us an idea of what you're going to do. How are you going to stop it? What is your plans? Uh, what is your this uh, office supposedly going to do. It's, it's real vague. Of course, whatever they throw at us, you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to be challenged in court, and then it's going to get up there, and I would say it's going to hold true once again to the Second Amendment. It's going to say it's unconstitutional, and they're going to tell Biden and his cronies to take a hike. I know everybody's getting a little bit, getting their pantyhose in a little bit of a twist here. But they are trying in every which way. They're going to come from every which direction. They're going to try every trick in the book. They will even do things that they know are going to get struck down just to buy themselves a little bit of time to do them uh, because they want that taken away from you so badly, from me so badly, that they're willing to play that game. Knowing it's illegal, knowing that it will not pass, knowing that they, it will get shut down, they'll still try because that is what they need to gain complete control of this United States. It's not going to happen. Uh, hopefully not in my lifetime. Not in my kids' lifetime or my grandkids or my great-grandkids. I hope that the Constitution holds on for another 250 years. I hope I'm long dead, well forgotten, 
these whatever audio, uh, whatever is in cyberspace of my voice right now has been destroyed. It's corrupt files by then because they're so outdated and old. I hope it's this never ends for anybody because that means it's just the end of freedom. We've been losing freedoms consistently over the years. It's a shame we've given away so many uh, just for you know the uh, satisfaction of feeling like we're a little bit safer. We've given away way too many. And every day, the weasels in Washington are trying to figure out every little ang- uh, angle that they can to consistently chip away at your freedom. Believe me, we've lost a lot. It's, it's definitely not the country that we once were. You know, I'd like to see it restored back to what it once was. Uh, I, I can't say that it's, it's ever going, we're ever going to get back what we've given up or what we've lost. But right now, what we need to focus on is maintaining what we have. Because as bad as it is, I could say that it could get a whole lot worse. Better that the few that we lost, okay, you know, we, we messed up there. We should have thought that one through a little bit better. Uh, but you're not going to take any more. You're not going to gain any more ground on us. Now we dig in, and this is where it stops. You're not getting any more than what you have, and that's it. And if we can make up a little ground, that'd be great. Chances are, usually once you lose it, it's gone. Uh, but we can't give them any more than what they already have. And just a recent example of how gun laws, you know, are are protected in the, the between the, the by the Constitution. Um, a federal judge issued an injunction on Friday blocking a California gun law that banned magazines holding more than ten rounds. The U.S. Uh, was a U.S. District Judge Roger <clears throat> uh, Benitez, a George W. Bush appointee, found that the law to be un- or found the law to be unconstitutional. Um, and struck it down and put a stay on it. I mean, you're not, they're not going to get through it. I mean, it's California. So you got to figure if there's any state that's corrupt enough to try to push this through, California, New York, these are some of your states here. Oregon, you know, Washington State. Yeah, I mean, these, these are the places that you're going to see stuff like this and they will do their best to push it through and it's going to have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to shut it down. And it got shut down at a lower level. So... Just another example of how strong that constitution is that you have, they know what they're doing. They can't do, but that's not going to stop them from trying. They're going to try uh, with everything that they have. Oh boy. You can see my uh, voice has not improved much. I, whatever I picked up, God, about a month ago, uh, has just kind of lingered or either that or it's just damaged my voice and. I'm okay with having a little bit of a raspy voice. It's not like I was some type of a jazz singer or something with a real smooth, silky smooth voice. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, a, it's a little raspier, and I sound like I've been smoking cigarettes for 20 years, which I haven't, but if it, if it sounds like that, it is what it is. All right, the government shutdown, for God's sakes. How many times can we, can we do this? Uh, I mean, it's just shut it down. Shut it down. Shut the whole government down. Please, please, you know what? Shut it down, fire everybody, send them all home. Let me tell you right now, if you are on Medicaid, if you're on Social Security, if you're on anything that you need from the government in that way, don't worry, because that doesn't shut down. Uh, We're going to be sending some people home on vacay from Washington. They get a nice vacation out of this. So send send them on home on vacay, because I'd rather not up there talking about anything anyways. Uh, They're so so stupid up there, they can't make any good decisions for nothing know-how. So send them home. Well, well, we don't need them there. Believe me. They, and the other things that they shut down, good. Shut down some of those other programs because we don't need those either. 
It's all fear. It's fear porn. Sad thing is that most people that listen to CNN and NBC and ABC and and hell, even probably some of the people on Fox News, you know, all those people, they're going to buy into it. They're going to start panicking, thinking that everything is shut down and we're just not going to be able to function. Believe me, they shut down tomorrow. Your life doesn't even change. You won't even feel it. It won't even be a blip on the radar. You will continue on as you have been doing. You're going to get your paychecks every day. You're going to go to work every day. You're going to have fun with your family. All the places that you like to go to are still going to be open. Nothing's going to change. It's all lies. It's all driven to scare the public to force a deal. And Kevin McCarthy better be very careful. Even President Trump is uh, telling them that, you know, you got them by the balls right now. Don't wheel and deal with these people. Shut it down. Let them see it get shut down. Let the American people see that when it shuts down, nothing happens. Oh, that'd be great. That's That's what needs to happen. Let everybody see how it has zero impact on you. They could never use that tool again on you. The problem is we have too many Republicans in bed with too many Democrats and they all play the same game and they like to use the fear so they can force crap through. So they always make a deal at the end of the day. McCarthy needs not make any deals. Matter of fact, why aren't we calling for a vote to remove McCarthy? I don't personally think he's done a good job. I don't like Kevin McCarthy. I think Kevin McCarthy is an establishment swamp creature. I think he's got to go. That's my personal opinion. He's from California on top of all that. How many real Republicans come out of California? I mean, I mean, I mean seriously. I, I'm not talking about the people that live there. I'm talking about politicians. How many real red politicians come out of there that are hardcore red? Not just, you know, they make the cut. You know, they're not as crazy liberal as the left. They're they're just kind of right in the middle there. They're, yeah, maybe they lean just, eh, just slightly to the right. You ain't got no hardcore constitutionalist, uh, uh, conservative Republican coming out of California. I don't see any, especially not Kevin McCarthy. That's a joke in itself. I mean, that guy stinks of a politician. I mean, that guy stinks of a swamp creature. Just the way he talks and acts, everything about him, his, his whole, just the, everything about him, his body language, the way his movements are as he speaks. Oh, he makes me sick. I just want to vomit looking at him. I like to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> I've been off for a week. I'm about to get a little bit, I'm going to get a little feisty. It's possible. Anyways, yeah, I'm not too, I'm not a fan of McCarthy and they should remove him because every time we get to this point, Oh no, the shutdown's coming, people. Now, if they don't make a deal by 12 o'clock tomorrow night, the government is going to shut down. And it's all the Republicans' fault if they don't shut down. And then what happens? Oh, guess what? Right before the, the, the apocalyptic hour, Kevin McCarthy, well, we have reached a deal, and we've done such a great job uh, on this deal. We're going to give the Democrats everything they want, but we were able to tell them that, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to be able to get that we can't water our lawns uh, between the hour of 6 and 6. You know, we're, we're going to actually let people water their lawns from 5 to 6. Oh, aren't we great? Didn't we do a great job? Oh, my God. <laughs> shot. I'm, you know, line them up. I'll kick them all in the nuts. Nah, that's how I'm feeling right now. Wham, wham, I'm gonna, I need some real professional soccer players. Let's do it. Stop up there. Wham, get the heck out of here. Go back to your state. We'll put some people in here that actually care about this country. I'm telling you. That's where we need to go with this. It's just stupid. 
It's stupid. The government shutdown is stupid because it's not going to do anything. Zero. Zero impact. I like Trump's call on him. You got him? Use it to your advantage. Get what you want out of it. We should for once. It would be nice. Isn't that what we elected you people for? To do our bidding? Not your bidding. Our bidding. You know, because that's what politicians are. You're supposed to be doing what we want. Not what you want. Problem is, you got too many people that aren't paying attention. So the politicians do whatever they want. And as time has gone by, and less and less people pay attention, young people don't know anything about politics, Yeah, these people are empowered. Oh, well, we'll just do what we want to do. We'll run a country the way we want to run it. We'll fatten our own pockets. We don't care what anybody else says. We don't care what they think, because they're not paying attention anyways. News media, you're going to run it. You're going you're gonna to tell the story the right way for us, right? You're going to make it, oh, yeah, we're going to make it look good. All right, perfect. No, no. The way it works is, we tell you, you go up there and do. Not you tell me. You tell you don't tell me nothing. You tell me zero. I tell you, and you go up there and do it. And if you don't produce, like any other job, get out. You know, if I owned a business, and the performance I got out of my workers was the performance that I see up in Washington, man, all fired. All of you, you're all going home. I don't care if I got to go through 100 people. Fired, 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 fired. Next, 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 next. How about you? You, uh, you want to give it a shot? Oh, finally, we got somebody that's going to work. I'll keep you. Let's keep going down the list. It's insane. It's stupid. We have lost our way in this country. Yeah, people, people have lost our power. It's part of the whole freedom thing. We've lost our power. Your voice means less and less because the politicians feel like they don't have to listen to you. It just all, it's also dumb. Uh, speaking of dumb, yeah, let, let's, let's hear something really dumb. Because I love dumb things. Dumb things are what make the world go round sometimes. Two of the great artists of our time representing a groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, by the way, that boy's got, he got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's been... And MC Light, both of you, thank you. Listen, when you say somebody is racist, and, and, and the way they like to point things out with the Democratic Party, I think... We should point things out same way that they do. Uh, old white man, 80-year-old 80, 80 white man, calls, uh, God, I don't even know how old LL Cool J is. He's probably a little older than me. Uh, what is he, in his 50s? Uh, calls LL Cool J, boy. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Joe. Because nothing really screams racism in people's mind like when a white man calls a black man, boy. <laughs> I think we should just call him out for it. Well, I mean, I mean, look, take it however you want. Is the statement very offensive? Me personally, I don't really care. I don't think it's that offensive. But the point is, if that was said, like Trump said that, those exact words, my God, we'd be having a meltdown right now. So if we're going to play the game, let's play the game. Now, Joe Biden... The same guy that says he doesn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. Same guy that says you can't own a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you got an East Indian accent. The same one that didn't want black kids riding the same school buses. Joe Biden, the same guy who gave such a lovely eulogy to his mentor and best friend, a KKK member. That guy calling a black guy boy. <laughs> Let's play the game. I like it. I like my odds. I like my odds on this one. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Tell me, Joe, that you ain't racist. Tell me. Didn't want to confirm Clarence Thomas all over him because why? You don't want a black guy on the Supreme Court? 
Oh, and he and Clarence Thomas has been excellent on the Supreme Court. I have nothing bad to say about him. Not because he's black. He's just been excellent on the Supreme Court. But Joe Biden didn't want him there because he's black. Calls LL Cool J boy. I like it. I like it. Let's 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 do it, Joe. I like my odds here. Okay. If we're gonna play the racist game, let's play. I'm thinking Joe Biden. Yeah, that's definitely. You know, what strike are we on? Strike number six hundred. At what point do we call him out for being a racist? Does the Democratic Party? At what point do black people finally get the point here that the man that's in the White House is a hundred thousand times more racist than the guy that they told you was racist that was there before them? Boy, uh, it's in my, you know, the way he said it versus what I hear in my head is is amazing. You know, in my head, I'm hearing some like uh, some movie of some old country boys, you know, hey, hey, boy. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's just what I was hearing. Anyways, like I said, I didn't think it was that bad, but if the tables, you know, if it's flipped situation around, tables were turned, and it was somebody, it was Trump or any, any any conservative, any Republican, they'd be all over it. So let's play the way they play. You know, for, for too long, as Republicans and conservatives, we've always tried to take the high road. Problem with the high road is, is it's one thing to take the high road and have standards. It's another thing to always allow them to railroad you and always allow them to take these shots at you and you just always turn the other cheek and you never fight back. There's always a time to fight back. We are well beyond that time. We should have been doing this 25 years ago. We're at a point now where if that's a game you want to play, let's play the game. I'm going to call you out just like you try to call us out. Let's do it. That's where I'm at. Republicans have been too quiet for too long, have taken their quote-unquote high road for too long, and we're at a time in American history where if you continue to take your quote-unquote high road, we're not going to have a country. So either fight back in this culture war that we're in with them, you know, or figure, well, you know, it's it's over. That's that's where we're at. I did like my chances on that one, though. I'd be willing to go to. I'd be willing to go to bat with that one. I'd like to ask any black person. How, how do you feel about that, Joe Biden calling him boy? That boy's arms. How about to just say, you know, that guy's arms are, man, are, they're huge. They're bigger than my legs. No, that boy's arms. <laughs> That's your racist president. <laughs> I know somebody's laughing. Anyways, happy to be back. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was, I, I was, it was a struggle to get here today. <laughs> Almost came on and gave a quick, uh, Hey, uh, need another week. I'll call. See you guys another week because it's been chaotic with, uh, everything that's been going on with me. Uh, but we're going to do the best we can here. We're going to get through this week. You know, I always try to be a man of my word and I said I was coming back and, uh, here I am in all my, uh, fluffy glory. <laughs> if you like what you're hearing. Uh, please come back. Invite some people. Tell some people to listen. Um, uh, if you want to reach out to me, go to one of my social media uh, handles. Send me a message. I'll make sure that I respond. And beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful day.